Welcome to Ready to Rage, a mini-sode this week. I'm here with Alessandra Amatucci. Hello again, everybody. Our favorite plastic surgery expert. I am so happy to be talking about plastic surgery again. Like I told you, this is my favorite extracurricular. Sandy is off in Canada, heading the slopes. We're jealous. We are jealous. Although I, Sandy tried to get me to go snowboarding slash skiing with her. And I was like, I'm scared. And she said, it's okay. It'll be like stormy. Like you can be stormy. I can be Kylie in the background while you're like padded going down the bunny hill. Oh my gosh. So you know what? Stormy makes it look easy. Okay. (laughs) Stormy makes it look easy. She's probably had so much more training than we even know. So this week we are talking about Bella Hadid. Bella did an interview with Vogue US called Bella Struggles from the Heart on health struggles, happiness, and everything in between. She admits to having a nose job at 14. We just want to talk about it because we've got some thoughts. Yeah. Lots of thoughts. I saw this headline and I literally screenshotted it because never in a million years would she be the person I thought to admit to her plastic surgery Uh, because in the past she has said, oh, skin my face, I've had nothing done. So I thought this was really weird, but also I think something in her mind is shifting if she was going to reveal something like this. I agree. I also feel like she was so adamant that she didn't do anything to her face when like first of all before she admitted it i thought do you think we're blind we're not blind and stupid like we can tell that you did something and i feel like we're living in a very like body positive surgery positive time now so if you did do something i don't think that people would be upset with you it's only upsetting when you lie I do think, though, that, like, maybe she's getting older and realizing maybe what she wants out of life. I think it's pretty fair to say that she's one of the most sought after high fashion models right now. So she's done it all, basically. She's been a Victoria's Secret model. She is in vogue, like, all the time. Everyone knows her name. I would even say that she surpassed her sister, Gigi Hadid, in fame and popularity in terms of her career. I feel like maybe she just is starting to think about what she really wants out of life and being more honest with herself. That was my first thought. The second I saw the headline, I thought, oh, here it goes. She's trying to transition into something because how how long can you sustain just being like almost like a model influencer online? What are you going to do after that? Like, what are you going to do when you age? Because... Unfortunately, it's really hard to continue that when you get older, you know, past your 20s. I mean, I think she's like 25. Yeah, she's still very young. I feel like the work she's had done, which I think the work is more than just a nose. But I think the work she's had done while she looks like 
amazing. She looks amazing. She looks older because of it. Right. And I think, I'm, I think not only does she look older, I think she herself might be maturing. Yes. And I think, I, I think this whole admission of a nose job, we, we can get into this later, is her maybe coming to terms with what she has been through in her childhood. Because if she's going to now peel back the layer of the nose, what's going to be peeled back next? Right. I think that the Hadid compound is crumbling because Yolanda Hadid, their mother, she's the mother of Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid, and Anwar Hadid. They have a younger brother. It's public knowledge that she is insane. Absolutely insane. Um, I'm looking at a BuzzFeed article. The supermodel, now 25, reflected on her insecurities in an extremely candid Vogue interview where she spoke about getting a rhinoplasty and she's quoted saying, I wish I had kept the nose of my ancestors, which I think is really important to point out because their father is Mohammed Hadid. He's Muslim. They're Palestinian. And I saw a TikTok, which I thought was so funny. Maybe I'll put the name of the TikToker below because I can't remember right now, but she's always on my For You page. And she was like, you know what's one thing I love is that whenever Bella or Gigi post a picture, their dad, Mohammed, is under there like my beautiful Muslim princess. He's like, you are not going to forget that those girls are not white women. They are Palestinian. You are going to know. I have to give them credit for sticking to their ethnicity and and always remembering where they're from, especially with, you know, what has been happening. Right. Like, I really give them a lot of credit. And I think, I think, I wonder if, I actually believe her when she says this, because I feel like with the whole, you know, situation that's been happening in Palestine, I wonder if she is thinking I wonder if that's helping her connect back to herself. And that's like one of the reasons why she came out and said this. I think that that's a really good point. And that's most likely the the issue. Uh, it's a combination of like seeing that it's accepted to look however you look and take pride in that and say, well, I look like my ancestors you're Italian and I always say like oh she looks like what I would think of as like an Italian woman would look like like a young Italian woman like that's I could see her on like a cover of like Italian Vogue like that's what Italian girls look like and I think that's really cool and Jamaicans look different but um I'm black so you know pretty obvious but (laughs) (laughs) but like I can see how You know, when you're younger, you're like, I just want to look like everyone else. I just want to look like I want to fit in. I don't want to feel different. But when you start to grow up and realize and you reflect on your life, I always say every day I look back on something that I did or had done to me when I was younger and go, wow, that was fucked up. I should have felt good or I shouldn't have felt good or, you know, whatever. I think she's doing that exact same thing. And... I feel really bad for her because she was allowed to do that at 14. I know. I know. I I don't think anything that she does ever come out of her mouth 
it's really her fault. I mean, she has to take responsibility for the things that she does. She's an adult, mm-hmm. but you look back on her life and you just feel bad. You just plain feel bad. And and it's like, you know, like we were talking about our ethnicities. You may not like really like the way you look in the moment, especially when you're in high school. I certainly have felt that way. But as you get older, you kind of realize you can't replace yourself. You really can't replace your looks. And so I feel like she's she's probably looking back thinking, why did I do that? I could never replace my nose, you know? It's so drastic and so permanent. And I, I 100% agree. Who hasn't felt like they wanted to change something about their body when they were younger? 14 yeah. at such a young age. And even looking at it now when I'm 23, I'm like, God, 14 is so young. I think that she's she has had one rhinoplasty and multiple revisions to that rhinoplasty. Um, so I guess you could still say that that's one surgery and she maybe doesn't have to go into the minutia of it, but I would say that's more than one surgery. You're going into the knife more than one time. But it's crazy that like we've all felt that I think we all, we all have felt that we wanted to change our <laughs> bodies at 14, but it's on her parents to not allow her to do that. Exactly. Exactly. And, and like, okay, there are some people who get surgery. You've seen it on, on Bosch. They're traumatized. Just think about a 14 year old. Just think about this. Four years before that, she got that nose job. She was a 10-year-old. Just think about that. And then 10 years before that, she didn't even exist. That's sick. Sorry. That's <laughs> sick. That, that's sick. And and imagine being 14 years old and just waking up and seeing a different face. And let me tell you something. Her nose was so different. This wasn't like a little, like a little uh, shave down the center. No, 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 no. They knocked off like three quarters. No, how much? Like they took off like 25% of her nose. They whittled that shit down to a point. It looks good, but it does not look the same at all. And I saw a quote that was referring to her nose and other women's nose from the similar um, geographic area. Or they said, it's big, but not bad. And I think that this really does dip into talking about our Eurocentric features and how a lot of cultures have, it's almost become like common practice to after a certain age, you like quote, whiteify your nose or fix it. Fixing it is actually the word that is used a lot. And when you think about it, you're like fixing it means make it closer to Eurocentric features because that's what's seen as beautiful. And I think that this is even made worse because her mother, Yolanda, is Dutch and she has an older sister, Gigi's older. Yolanda would talk about Gigi all the time and say, well, she looks so all-American. She's like a perfect all-American beauty. Um, Gigi's blonde, which Bella is also naturally blonde, but she dyes her hair brown. And I think she looks better as a brunette. I do like her as a brunette. Um, but Gigi is blonde. She has more soft features. If you if you looked at Gigi, you would think she's just like your regular old 
blonde white surfer girl from like LA. And it's so clear that she's praised for that by their mother. So it's not only coming from outside forces, but it's inside her home too. So her mom clearly had to think at least, well, she's not as cute as Gigi, so I'll help her fix her nose, fix it to look like more white because that's what I want and that's what I see as beautiful. Yeah, like fixing it because like there's something inherently wrong with it, supposedly. And you know, if your own parent thinks there's something wrong with you, you're gonna think there's something seriously wrong with you. You're gonna think that it is so incredibly serious. You're not gonna think that it's an opinion. You're going to think that it is a fact. When yeah. you're little and you hear other people say things about you, I I don't know if you've had this experience, but mm. sometimes I would hear something or have something said to me as a child and go, but from another child and go, you know, that sounds scary i don't know if i like that but then i'd had the awareness to be like well you're a little kid and i'm a little kid and i don't know nothing so you don't know nothing but if it comes from an adult it could be the wildest shit in the world but you'd go it's got to be right it's got to be right if it comes from your parents you're like you know everything you are god exactly that's insane that her mom would even allow her to do this because it's such a gigantic decision and i felt bad for her looking back on her life now, maybe wanting to just live her life and say, I'm a proud Palestinian, but people probably look at her and say, you don't look Palestinian. And then she knows deep down like, well, I didn't like looking Palestinian from a while ago. And now I want that back. Right. And also having um, a sibling that you subconsciously are compared are being compared to and then like outwardly being compared to is just and they're so close in age like me and my sister i think they're two years or a year and a half apart and me and my sister are a year and a half apart too and let me tell you i mean you have a sister as well yes if there's a difference between you and your sister it is so blatantly obvious my sister if i dye my hair blonde she can't it's like a funny joke but she feels like something's up like with her identity and i do too because i was the brunette so if you have such a different face and they did have different faces like really yeah. different. if you have such a different face one of them is deemed model-esque and the other one is deemed just normal regular that's gotta be pretty hard especially when one of them is being pushed to become a model right. and then you're just sitting there like kind of reminds me of the Kylie Kendall thing where Kylie was like, well, if I'm not, I'm not like, you know, I'm not horrible looking, but I'm not a model. So what am I going to do? You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's sad. It's so sad. And I was thinking the exact same thing. It feels like Kendall and Kylie and look at what Kylie did to herself. And she did move far past what Kendall was doing. And Kendall's still a model, but we all know that Kendall's not the best model in the world. But like Kylie has done leaps and bounds past that. And she clearly still doesn't feel good about herself. Mm -hmm. So Bella went on to reveal that her insecurities stemmed from feeling like the ugly sister in comparison to Gigi Hadid. They're actually only older by a year. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. And she said, I was the uglier sister. I was the brunette. I wasn't as cool as Gigi, not as outgoing. That's really what people said about me. 
And unfortunately, when you get told things so many times, you believe it, which is true. I can count like on all my fingers and toes, all the things that people have said about me and only now in my twenties, am I like, that's not even true. Who said that was true? Like 10 people who said it out of like frustration or anger or they had a bad day. So they felt like being mean to me. Right. It's it, and when it's in comparison to a sister, it's like, oh my gosh, you feel it. it just it's difficult. The criticisms that we have for this admission is that this is not the only surgery that she's had done, and she did say in the article that it is the only thing she's ever had done. And all the other stuff she doesn't do. She said she doesn't do filler. Like she didn't do anything else to her face. And she's had like eating disorders, which I think has been pretty apparent. She's very, very thin. I don't actually think she's got anything done to her body. But I think that if you are interested in the celebrity plastic surgery space, you would know that Bella Hadid is the reason why people get the quote, fox eye look or fox eye lift. Because her eyes used to be downturned and now they're upturned and she said that it's face tape but usually if you wear face tape you would have to put your hair over it bella's known for wearing her signature hairstyle is the the hairstyle i have on right now right it's a bun like a slicked back bun with maybe two pieces in the front or slicked back all the way with like a part in the middle where every part of her face is being shown. So it can't be true. Baby Bells, why do you say that? She also decided to post like pictures of her crying. I doubt she had that tape on her face. I mean, allegedly she could have had the tape on her face, but she did not seem to have tape on her face when she was crying with no makeup on and she looked the exact same. Right, and then because it's face tape like would you would you have that look all the time because you've seen pictures of her going out and like in sweatpants no makeup on like you said crying just kind of like before she did hair makeup like you don't have face tape all the time you wouldn't look like that all the time you have had it done to your face and it's okay that you've had it done to your face i think that maybe as she's getting older she thought maybe she'd forget about it but if anything it's the opposite and she's getting more guilty and upset that she'd done all this stuff and i don't think it was all on her own i do think that it was yolanda who pushed her into doing it the way that she pushed Gigi, who we just have to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, um, I actually was just gonna say, I I don't know if you're picking up on this vibe from her, but I'm picking up on this vibe that her admitting these things or her not wanting to admit the other things is because every admission opens up a new wound. Are you picking up on that vibe? Like it's gonna shoot her back to the days when she felt inadequate, the times that she felt subconsciously pushed to do it. I don't know. I'm just feeling that from her. Like I'm feeling the pain and I actually don't want her to say it because if she does, I feel like she's going to break down crying. 
Right. Like, I think that it's really apparent from what she said. She said she's had depression and struggles with like herself. And I do, I just want to give her a hug. I do feel really bad for her because it must be so difficult growing up in a situation where like your mom is batshit and she's basically telling you that you're ugly all the time and you go and do all of the things to yourself and you're still clearly not happy because that's not the root of your issue. It's just a symptom. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think that it is just like, it's making her truly, truly reflect and look inward. And like a lot of times, not to say that when people get plastic surgery, it's because they have personal insecurities and like, but that's not the real issue. Sometimes it could just be, I just think my nose is, I would look better with a new nose. Sometimes it can be that simple, but I do think that getting work done can be used to be a vehicle away from whatever problem it actually is that's why we see people spiral into getting more things done and more things done because it won't fix it it just helps you feel better for a little while right and uh, and people who don't have the kind of money like this they have you can you know they can do this in any other way like i know i have done this like maybe like certain material items that I thought I wanted. So I would buy stuff thinking it made me feel better. So I feel like that kind of helps like, cause it's a plastic surgery like this seems so far off, but it's actually, it's actually just a symptom of like an issue that a lot of people have. This is just like dyeing your hair. Yes. Like I was like, I, whenever I have an issue, I've changed my hair. I got a new wig that I mentioned in the last episode, my Puerto Rican wig. So like, we we do these things too everyone does these things this is just seen as more extreme but i do also think that what we're seeing with this is Gigi and bella trying to break away in their older age from their controlling mother and what we had seen up until this point is yolanda forcing her daughters into continuing her career because she clearly subscribes to the idea that you can't be a model when you're old, that you have to be very, very skinny. There is multiple clips. I think she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where she was starving her kids. There's a clip where she was getting tested for her fake Lyme disease that she does not have. Who knows what's going on her? She was getting like tested for something that's obviously not real. And Gigi calls her and said, Mom, I did what you said. I had half an almond and I'm still so hungry. I think I feel really dizzy. I don't feel good. And she goes, It's okay, sweetie. Have a couple almonds. Because she wants her to be a model, because of course, Gigi looks like her. She's blonde. She looks very European. And then she did the same thing to Bella, but in a more extreme way because Bella didn't have that face. So she said, that's fine. We'll buy you a new one. We'll make you into what I want you to be. And it's really clear from Bella's like other things she said about herself is that like she loves horses. Bella is a horse girl. She likes a farm. <laughs> I love yeah. that for her. Um and she clearly like isn't like that. She was she even said it about herself, like it's crazy that I do this. This is my job, but I'm someone who's got like a ton of insecurities and I didn't like the way I looked to a point where I had an eating disorder. 
and I'm really, really shy, really anxious. This is not the kind of job that I should be in, basically. It's because she didn't, if she had it her way, she would have been in a question. I, 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 that's, I completely agree. I feel like, I actually feel sometimes, okay, sometimes I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for anybody who has issues. I don't care how much money they have, but I do yeah. feel bad sometimes for people who are born under such quote, like perfect circumstances, because if they feel like they don't want to go into something that is, you know, high up, like, like a model or an actor, a musician, if they want to go into something that seems like less than, they feel like they shouldn't because they were already born so high up. So I don't, personally, I don't feel like she she's a good model, but I don't get the vibe from her that she actually wanted to do that, like you said. And I honestly, agree. she would have been much more peaceful not doing it, but I think because of her upbringing, she felt like, well, like I may as well because I have access. Yeah, and she'd even mentioned in the article that she felt bad for having depression because she was like, I wasn't born into perfect circumstances. I have everything I could ever need. I don't, I'm not struggling, which I do like about her. I like that she's aware enough to say like, I'm not broke. The reason why a ton of people are depressed and unhappy is because they are born into like shitty circumstances and have to climb their way up. I already started up, why am I so sad? And that was also a source that was fueling the fire of her being upset. So once again, wanna give her a little hug. Um, yeah. it just makes she's not going to appreciate us saying that her mom is crazy, but girl, it's okay. You can't say it, so we'll say it for you. I think, I think that one day they're going to, they're going to come to face the truth and be like, yeah, I mean, our parents maybe led us in the direction that they thought was a good direction, but it wasn't. I, it's just like an interesting lesson to think no matter where you come from, you need to listen to what you feel inside. It doesn't matter if you feel like you should do something because of X, Y, or Z. Yeah. You really need to like find your own path. But how hard is that with a parent who is pushing you in a direction? It's almost just like parents who push like some of their kids to like go to college or be, you know, a certain to have a certain occupation. It's kind of the same same story, except. These people just have way more money and everything seems more extreme. Like this whole facial uh, change seems way more extreme because it, it is. It is. And it, it really is just the age old parent living vicariously through their child. It's just on a more extreme scale. Um, yeah, I just, I feel bad. And I, I really mm -hmm. do. I don't think that she needs to admit to the other surgeries i just think she shouldn't talk about it anymore because at first i said that's the only thing why are you lying so hard there's no way that you only have this um and i know you and i had said it before we kind of thought like you know she probably is omitting it too because if she discusses the thing that everyone is it's so obvious everyone knows about it then we'll be so distracted we'll forget to ask but it's it she didn't deflect hard enough no no it's like come on like there are pictures of you i mean it looks like you allegedly redid your whole face um right. and it's very i actually thought what she said was pretty smart to me i feel like linking it back to the palestinian uh, roots i was like oh you did a good job there you like pulled the pity you know well, yeah, I mean? because it became like a, oh, you know what? You're right. Like, 
you think the the way that people do want to change their faces is not because oh i just i just don't like it because i think that doesn't look good the rest of my features they say i don't like the hump in my nose because that's not what white people have and i want what they have is basically the gist of it I want a smaller nose. I want a thinner nose. I want a straighter nose. I want more lifted eyes. I want rounder eyes. I want double eyelids. Like, yeah, I think it would have been really hard and painful for her to say, I just really thought I was ugly. And I was kind of told that I was ugly. I mean, I guess she said that at one point, but but I think like if people just were to say, like she'd pull the Palestinian thing, which I'm sure is part true, but I'm sorry. She would have still, if she kept that nose, she still would have felt like, it would have taken her a long time to finally feel okay with herself. Like, it would have been hard. I truly, um, the modeling standards today, I don't know if she would have become a model. I really don't. If she hadn't done everything. I think that she could have become a model still, and I think she would have been very striking to look at because imagine her, how she is now, but like with her original nose, I think that she probably would look like a very striking, not odd beauty, but like she would remind me of Lady Gaga. The way yeah. that Lady Gaga is so beautiful and her face is very different. And she had very very similar struggles with her nose and her face. And she did get work done. It was much more subtle. Yeah, she's another one who looks like really, really different. Which looks very different, but the work is good and it's subtle. Um, But she kept the hump in her nose, and I feel like if Bella did do do that and keep the hump in her nose, I think that she would still be one of the best models because she's good at her job. Like I do think that she's a wonderful model. She's not like Kendall in the way that like Kendall's like I'm Kendall Jenner. I'm skinny. I'm hot. I'm gonna be here. Bella's working. Bella's like really working hard. Just like Gigi and both of them are very good models. Our mom did train them to be good copies of herself. Yeah. Hard working and whatnot. Do you yes. think if she had state kept her nose and then done everything else, she would become a model? Or do you think if she had nothing at all, she still would have been okay? I think both ways. At a standard. I think she okay. had the mom behind her to help her Okay. with the actual working part of being a model that like she would still be a model. Um, I just think that she might just be happier with herself right now if she did Definitely. do that. Yeah, I think I think she she uh, she could have. I think she probably what the best thing she could have done was broken away from her family a bit and just kind of like done her own thing. And if that was modeling, that was modeling. But I think she could have done well making like a name for herself you know, away from Gigi. It's like enough of the comparison and just, but that's so that's so hard to do. To tell someone to step away from their family, it's easier said than done because it's very lonely. And if you feel lonely already, it's hard to say, well, just stop listening. These are people who made you. Of course, it's gonna be hard to stop listening to them. Right, exactly. I always wonder in this whole situation, where is her father? Like he's, he's around, but I, so I looked at um, Yolanda's marriages. Her and Mohammed had only been married from... I forgot they were divorced, actually. Right, they are. She's been married twice. She was married to their dad, Mohammed Hadid, mm-hmm. in 1994. From 1994 to 2000. And then she was married again to David Foster from 2011 to 2017. And 
she obviously has a hard time keeping relationships long term so she's nuts i think that's like he probably he seems like he's around enough but not all the time because like she's tough to deal with i thought they were married longer than that so that was like when was Gigi born Oh, well, she's only a year older and she's 25. So she'd be like 26, maybe 27 now. She was born in 1995. They got married in 1994. And then Anwar was born in 1999. So it was really like a year before their first kid was born. And then they got divorced a year after their last kid was born. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was a short time. Yeah. Cause I just wonder like, if he had any say or like, I, I think, I don't know. I don't really know what his job was, but I just wonder if Yolanda was the one who had most of the say with the kids about like I what they were probably did. I want her to leave her crazy ass mom alone. I, I want Gigi to leave their crazy ass mom alone too, because it has been speculated by some blind items that she lied about Gigi's baby daddy, Zayn Malik hitting her that she doesn't really like him very much it's called pretty little liar oh my gosh i i don't know i think i think with this nose job admission the floodgates have opened they have like she opened a can of worms because people are now speculating things about yolanda they're questioning her um her like sanity i guess i think that the people have been questioning her sanity for a long time yeah but this is only like it's one more nail in her coffin i think for a long time people were saying like yolanda hadid slash foster is crazy and is i would say starving her children for the sake of them having a model modeling computer modeling career is abusive so i would say she's abusive um and lying to get rid of your your daughter's your daughter's uh, the the father of your daughter's child of your grandchild um possibly deported because you just don't like him it's it's a, it's a bit much it's a bit extreme it's a lot it's a lot and and like like we said the age of her nose job indicates that she was feeling like this long before the 14 years of age okay she, she probably, probably felt like that her whole life she was like five years old yeah <clears throat> like i know i had been feeling like i was kind of chubby when i was younger and i had been noticing that at the age of five so if she got actual nose job at 14 she must have been feeling like that for a while but yeah overall we just feel bad and and um i i actually i actually feel something towards her because I always was kind of indifferent because I could never tell who she was partially because of her surgery because I I just couldn't tell like who she was as a person and now I can see a lot more and I just feel bad I do yes I agree I feel like I'm giving she's giving more of her personality to us and she's opening up a lot and I I feel bad I actually feel like I don't have a lot of like good feelings towards celebrities but i'm like i want to give her a hug i feel like she's just having a tough time and doesn't deserve it because she's not out here like being a menace she's like maybe sometimes she says things are kind of funny or a little off 
because she is in the celebrity bubble and did grow up very wealthy, but she's not malicious. She's just like, I'm sad and I want to ride my horse and my mom is crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When she said that thing about herself, when she like admitted it and all told all about her like problems, she reminded me of an art student. Like where we went to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I could see her at our school and and just cause like, you know, people go into art, they have just, there's a lot going on, not all the time, but there's a lot of emotions. And I'm like, you belong in an art school. That's where you should have gone, you know? That's, She's just a gentle soul and yeah. misunderstood. And I felt bad, though. Yeah. Thank you for discussing this topic with me. We love whenever Alessandra on the show. It is such a pleasure. My pleasure. I love talking about this. And I love getting out my thoughts because I was just sitting at home thinking about it all by myself. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Now all hundred listeners can hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to say something just like pretend like I said in the beginning of the episode. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for a full episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.